What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Gouache Universe podcast. I'm that comic book artist that discusses comics, movies, science fiction, and pop culture news, all while changing the universe, one subject at a time. So I got a lot of good things to talk about this week, and I hope you stick around. Make sure you like and subscribe, and we're going to get right into it right after this. Okay, so first up, I want to talk about this Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Bruh, man, these trailers is dropping, man. I mean, as of right now, we've got one week until the movie actually hits the streets. And, um, man, I'm, I gotta admit, man, I'm excited. I never imagined in a million years I would be excited for, you know, a Doctor Strange film. But, I mean, hey, first of all, it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe and uh you know they've actually they've never really let me down you know even their so-called quote-unquote bad films are still entertainingly good um you know in fact i would even call them bad i mean i've enjoyed you know all of their films you know pretty much um you know i know there's some controversy about you know iron man 3 there's some controversy on eternals there's some controversy on uh you know just some of the other films you know uh, captain marvel and everything but you know, I've enjoyed all of their films. I mean, even their films that aren't, like, in my top five are still great to me, you know. But, um, but man, this Doctor Strange, man, I mean, first of all, you know how I feel about X-Men. And I've been looking for the mutants to make their appearance, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe since, like, day one. Well, actually, I wouldn't say day one, but, I mean, it was a dream. But, you know, when, of course, when... You know, Disney bought over Fox. You know, dreams will, you know, have become reality. And it's it was only a matter of time of, you know, when is it going to actually happen? So, man, I mean, did you see that trailer this week? I mean, that was actually, well, spoiler, if you haven't seen the trailer, then stop listening to this podcast. Look at the trailer. Then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. Or stop the podcast. Wait till the movie comes out, then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast <laughs> in that order. But so I'm telling you now, this is a spoiler. It's not really a spoiler, but hey, it's in the trailer. So, you know, but, you know, some people, you know, don't want to be spoiled on anything. But, um, man, just seeing Professor Charles Xavier. So we already knew by if you've seen the first couple of trailers that Patrick Stewart is returning as, you know, Xavier. Now, that's that's cool. That's all well and good. You know, of course, you know, I've had my feelings about that because although I'm excited about Patrick Stewart you know I thought he was one of the best things about the 20th century Foxman you know in the last however many years 20 years or whatever but you know I was excited about that that's all well and good but man this recent trailer showed not only Patrick Stewart as Professor Charles Xavier but from the trailer he's in the yellow floating 90s wheelchair which leads me to believe that this is the Xavier from the animated series. And I know a lot of people are talking about this. A lot of people are actually speculating this. You know, could this be the Xavier from the animated series? You know, come to life, you know, in a kind of a who framed Roger Rabbit, Rabbit you know, scenario. You know, I'm just using that as an example. Uh, you know, the cartoons come to life or whatever. But, um... Man, is it possible that this is the Xavier from the animated series? 
and we could be getting a live action tease of those X-Men in live action. You know, I don't know how they're going to do it, but with Patrick Stewart, of course, it's obvious. It's, it's You can do it with him and just put him in the wheelchair and everything. And, you know, he's wearing the classic green suit and, and tie and everything. But um, he could reference events that happened in the animated series, you know, back in the 90s. And, man, that would be the most epic, crazy, wonderful thing that you could possibly... Man, I mean, I just couldn't believe it. I... I was like, wait, did I see what I thought I saw? Was that the yellow floating 90s hover chair from the 1990s animated series? And of course, yes, it was. And so, man, I'm looking forward to this. And it mentioned the Illuminati. So I'm suspecting that he's on the Illuminati. Well, of course, in the trailer, it shows him, you know, uh, well, I don't know. It could be a, a camera trick, you know. Um, you know, it uh, could be, you know, you know, after they say, you know, the Illuminati will see you. And then, of course, they show the wheelchair. But that could be totally different scenes in different places in the movie. But, um, but man, I just wanted to come on here and talk about this, uh, you know, Patrick Stewart, you know, Xavier from the 90s uh, variant. And, um, man, just the possibilities that that can open up. And that could, could really insinuate that the X-Men animated series has been a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe since the 90s. So that could be the, the first, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, in continuity, you know, uh, plot lines, you know. And, um, man, I wonder how Wanda is going to play into this because I know that the actress, she had mentioned it many times in interviews and uh, things about how she, you know, would like to do House of M. And she did get kind of a, a backdoor way of doing that in her WandaVision show. But if she's able to utter those classic lines, probably the the most iconic line that the character Scarlet Witch has ever said, which was no more mutants, and which was in the, you know, classic, you know, House of M story line from the mid two thousands. And um man, if some if somehow she could say those lines but in reverse and, you know, have it be where like Instead of the mutants disappear, the mutants appear or something like that, or just like a play on words or something, you know, where she says, you know, uh, uh, like, no, more mutants or something like that. You know what I'm saying? This could be like a, a play on words, you know, but of course we know what, uh, we know what she means when she's saying it and we know what she, what, what callback she's referencing when she's saying that phrase. So, um. That would be great, man. That would be exciting to have her kind of usher in the mutants, you know, which would be her, you know, swan song, you know, her bowing out, you know, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, that leaving that legacy of introducing the mutants into, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and, you know, carrying carrying the torch for the next 10 or so years or whatever. But, um, but man, just seeing that uh, Patrick Stewart from the animated series, I'm hoping it's the one from the animated series just coming to life. You know, and um, but I'm just wondering how how is he going to play it differently than he's played it for the last 20 years? You know, Patrick Stewart, you know, um, since he's playing a variant or suspectedly playing a variant of the uh, you know animated series, you know, could he play it like uh, that Xavier with the nuances and the character traits that uh, the actor played in the, the 90s series? You know, um, all these type of questions are, you know, just 
got me, you know, speculating and anticipating even more, you know, when the movie is released. But uh, man, I can't wait though. I, I gotta admit, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited. When I saw that trailer, man, I was just like, wait a minute. Wait, and look, I'm looking in the background, the television is on and the trailer is on again. And I'm like, oh my goodness, man, this movie is going to be epic. It's going to be epic. I'm looking at it right now. And there, look, there's the chair. There's the chair. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. This is going to be exciting. This is going to be really exciting, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I guess ultimately what I'm saying is I'm looking forward to this movie. Um, man, almost not so much as for, you know, Doctor Strange, but for the X-Men. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but, man, I had to come on here and talk about that, man, because you you all know how I feel about X-Men. That's, like, the top of the line as far as, like, my science fiction interests and everything and comics and all that. So, uh, man, I'm excited. Like everybody else, I'm excited. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um. Yeah, so... Next up, I just wanted to say, what the hell is going on with Ezra Miller? Man, what is this dude doing? I mean, he's messing up the works, capiche? I mean, what's, this dude has been in so much trouble in the last year. I mean, I'm trying to figure out. Now, for all you don't, that don't know, Ezra Miller is the actor that's playing The Flash and the upcoming Flash movie, the long overdue Flash movie that's been in development hell for the last, I don't know how many years. Um, so, you know, they shot the film, the film is already filmed, it's completed, it's in post-production or whatever. It's been postponed, I think, until uh, next year. But in the meantime, I'm wondering, is this film actually gonna ever be released with the main actor He's he can't control himself. I mean, he's been in the news for, I think recently, I'm just paraphrasing, but recently I think he was in the news for you know throwing a chair at, at a lady in Florida or something like that. And just before that, I think a couple of months earlier he was arrested and charged for, for something. And I'm like, oh my goodness, man, what is this guy doing? And you know that's bad press for a studio that, you know, you're supposed to be the lead in a multi-billion-dollar franchise. You know, and you, you're acting like this, you know, I mean, you're kind of the representative for the company. And, you know, most companies, you know, they kind of want to distance themselves from someone who's, you know, not really someone that you want to stand behind to promote. So I don't know what's going to go on. I mean, I wonder, is this movie going to actually get made? Is Well, not get made. It's already made, but is it going to be put out or is it just going to wait until, you know, things die down and put it out anyway? You know, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm thinking like, man, I I don't want anything to jeopardize the return of Michael Keaton as Batman, you know, because I know, you know, this there's a lot of money on the line. You know, I hate to, you know, talk the bottom line, but shoot, there's a lot of money on the line and projects that are like the springboard for, you know, from this film, you know, and if you all know in the comics, the Flashpoint, that's like a major storyline in the comics where it kind of reset uh, the DC universe. And so I'm assuming, you know, that uh, WB is doing something similar where they're trying to reset everything. And, you know, we've got this whole controversy of, you know, resetting the Snyderverse and all, you know. But, um, you know, I figured that this will be the film where they can kind of play around with that, you know. And after this, you moving forward, you know, they can go in pretty much any direction that they choose. But, um, man, if their main actor is turning into be, 
you know, a, a problem child, this could be problematic, you know? I mean, the only thing I could think that they would do is, you know, release the film and have it marketed heavily towards, you know, Michael Keaton, which I'm sure they're doing anyway, but, you know, have it, you know, be, you know, just uh, Batman, you know, but, you know, have the film has already been shot, you know? I mean, the only thing I guess they can do is, you know, just uh, making an event film surrounded by the events in the film and not so much focused on Flash himself, you know, Ezra Miller, you know, um, just by the marketing. But I'm sure the film is going to, you know, have Ezra Miller, you know, he's like the main protagonist, you know, uh, which jump starts the flashpoint. So, so man, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just had to come on here and maybe you guys know what the hell is going on with Ezra Miller. I mean, he's acting like, you know, he doesn't have, I don't know what he's doing. He's just messing, messing everything's up for him. Not only the film, but he's messing things up for himself and his own career. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm looking forward to the film, you know, but, uh, and I'm just wondering is if at this point, you know, are they going to release the film? You know, but, um, you know, like I said, so many things, it's kind of like a domino effect because, you know, they've already shot the Batgirl series. And I know Michael Keaton has returned as Batman in that series. But if Flash, the Flash movie doesn't get released or if they push it to after Batgirl, it's kind of like out of continuity. Like, OK, where did Michael Keaton's Batman come from? You know, and I'm sure all that is explained in, you know, The Flash. So it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you're trapped in a corner. It's like a catch-22. I mean, you kind of have to release it in order to get that backstory of how Michael Keaton's Batman returned after all these years, you know, whatever. So anyway, anyway, I just wanted to jump on here and talk about that, you know, because I'm kind of concerned at this point, you know, I mean, is Ezra Miller going to get in more trouble? I mean, maybe the studio execs are going to have to put a, an ankle bracelet on, on his foot or something, you know. <laughs> you know, because Barry's messing up the timeline. This is like, was this Eobar Thorne? Somebody mentioned that this could be Eobar Thorne messing up uh, Ezra Miller's life and using his name or something like that. <laughs> Everybody knows Eobar Thorne is like the reverse flash or whatever. But um, anyway, uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. I don't know at this point though. Okay guys, I want to thank you for joining me this week on the Gouache Universe podcast. Uh, make sure you tune in to the upcoming weeks as I discuss things that's going on in pop culture news, comics, suspense, all the things. Um, you can check me out on all the interwebs just at Gouache Universe. Um, I have a comic that's Temporarily in reconstruction, only because Amazon, uh, my comic was released on Comixology. It's called The Native Quest, but it's currently going through reconstruction, and <laughs> I use the word reconditioning, um, uh, through Amazon, since, you know, Amazon acquired Comixology. So um, I have to reposition uh, my pages and everything and reformat it for the Amazon bookshelf. So it's going through kind of a uh, transition stage right now so just be patient the book will be back up uh, as soon as possible I'll be sure to let you know when it's uh, back up on the site and you can access it from the Amazon bookshelf as well as the uh, Comixology bookshelf um, again that's the native quest so I'll let you know um, right now but right now it's temporarily down now but if you've already have the book if you've already purchased the book through Comixology um, 
you know, just everything will remain the same. You'll still have the book in your uh, digital book space. But for all of you new customers and new fans, um, just be patient and I'll let you know when the book is back um, on the bookshelf. Um, so yeah, once again, you can catch me out on all the interwebs just at Quash Universe. And um, until next time, I'll see you in the universe.